1: Oh, do you have a little cold, Missy?
0: Yeah. You do? Stuffy. Yes. Oh, no. Are you taking vitamin C? Yeah. (laughs) And also, okay, like think like funniest like breakup scene in the world. We were all screaming in Sarah's apartment like to (laughs) break up anthems for and just like, I think I went too crazy. Remember like. Me and Marsh and Josh's apartment dancing to Stronger by Britney. Of course I do. I'll never forget that night. I basically did that again but to, to like try and cheer <laughs> up, and like I have bruises
1: all over my knees. <laughs> what? Why?
0: Because I kept what? falling.
1: Okay. Honestly, that makes sense because like that song makes you want to like dramatically fall to your knees. Like there are many points in that song.
0: Like, and I kept like dragging the chair and like she does in the video, and then I stood on it and did like a.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that it was appreciated by everyone in the room, especially Definitely the one Sarah. going through the breakup. I think one was like too sad. I was like, too sad. Like, oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> I'm stronger. <yeah. laughs> it's just really funny picturing you doing that whole performance and then like being sad in the corner when... <laughs> in the same room oh my god i wish i could have seen that i know i already saw it once but i wish i could see it again because that was a long time ago and i I don't remember like exactly how it went down guys if you if anyone out there is going through a breakup and you need like you really need something to fix it persis will come to your house and she will do the britney stronger dance for you she'll wear knee pads because i don't want you to hurt your little knees honey Bunny. Oh, I was sliding too. That could be it. There was one part. I don't know I did, but I like, I like fell to my knees and slid across. Oh my the God. God. <laughs> okay. Listen, that's why your knees hurt today. But that's the kind of like commitment that purse will go to for you and your broken heart. Mm-hmm. I'll <laughs> mend it. I'll either uh, date you John or Mendes. dance for you. <laughs> that should be in your hinge bio. I'll either date you or dance for you. One or the other. It's kind of true. But they they might think like a sexy dance. But what you're really talking about is like sliding on the floor. Um, I'm so sad dance. (laughs) It's very like step up vibes. Yes. I'm like like Jenna Dewan. Right. You're like a little bit of ballet, a little bit of hip hop, a little gangster. But then, you know, you throw in like some Lizzie McGuire, what dreams are made of type of energy every now and then as well.
0: Exactly. It's everything It's really eclectic,
1: honestly. It's called talent. Look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We're really off to a great start. If you guys can't tell by our voices, it's early in the morning for us. It was the only time we could record. This is what we would sound like if you like woke up next to us. You have <laughs> picture it. Picture it, guys. It's pretty, you know, it's like a beautiful morning. We both do our little morning stretch. And when I say wake up next to us, like, I mean, both of us.
0: Yeah, we're all in the bed together. We're all together.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, and then we're like,
0: should we grab a coffee? And then I'll be like, I'll make you coffee.
1: I would love if you would come make me some coffee right now. Actually, lately I've been having my coffee like a lot later in the day, if I even have it, like instead of having it first, first thing in the morning. But guys, I don't know about you, but I could have like a large Americano right before bed and still sleep like a baby. I
0: used to have coffee like after a night out when we'd
1: go to Lakeview.
0: Yeah, yeah, you did. And people you thought loved, was so
1: weird. You loved like a post bar coffee.
0: Yeah, I'd always get a coffee and they're like, are you good? And I
1: was like, Yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm great thanks i don't think that coffee has like that effect on us like i know some people who can't even have a green tea at like past 5 p.m because it'll keep them up
0: it'll keep them up i'm always sleepy i'm like eeyore so that's <laughs> you're why. always mm-hmm. I like sleep sleepy.
1: i can never anytime you're like tigger that's why i really am tigger I don't know if we've already said this on the pod, but I went on a date with this guy and he, then later we were talking about like how the date went kind of like in a fun, like joking way and our first impressions of each other. And he said that, um, he feels like I tire people out. <laughs> Excuse me? And I lost it. And because it's kind of true. <laughs> Did you lose
0: it? Like you punched him in the face. Yeah. I punched that him was in your face reaction.
1: I tire <laughs> you tire people out yeah yeah he was just being honest (laughs) what did you say to him I laughed and I was like honestly I think I actually think it's kind of spot on like I I do and I think my best friends in the world like they know me so well that like it doesn't really tire them out but sometimes it does so they need like a little bit of a break sometimes but when you mentioned the tigger energy like I am typically up all the time like purse you know you lived with me for seven years like I don't really get tired that easily. Not that easily. I'm usually pretty like ready to go, to talk, to go out, whatever it is. I mean, in my old age, I'm getting a little bit less Tigger vibes, but yeah, you're on this high date, energy. I was just like high energy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's also a date. Like I get nervous on dates, like especially if I like someone. So I'm also the same way. Like I will be like up later or like if I'm into something, it's like a... Because you have like a little booster,
1: yeah, totally. And and I I truly just get excited to meet new people. So I'm like I'm asking a lot of questions. I'm really interested in what you're saying. Yeah, and that might be like too much of an energy for some people. I don't know, but I'll laugh if he ever listens to this because he actually like could potentially listen to this one day. But um, the funny thing is, I didn't have that impression of myself on the date at all. I thought that I was like. I felt very calm. I chill. Didn't feel I, yeah, I thought I was chill. I thought I was just, like, having a really great conversation, asking good questions, and then he was, like, I feel like your energy tires people out. I was, like, pardonnez-moi? But I kind of like the honesty.
0: I love when people can kind of say something that, like, could be a bit of a dig, but it's also not a dig.
1: That's what it was. He w- And he was, like, he was into it. He wasn't, like, you're tired me out. He was, like, that's the kind of energy I think you have, and, like, I like it. he's like, I'm just being honest with you. And I was like... Um, He needs to back off. Okay. (laughs) 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 I wish you guys saw Pris' face when she said that. It's
0: fine. I'm working on it. You had, like,
1: such a fake mad face. Yeah, that. Yeah, you scrunched your little mouth up.
0: No, but I, I actually like that. I need people to be honest. Like, I would want
1: someone to tell me, like, after a first date, like, what did you...
0: What was your first impression?
1: Yeah, guys, I would highly recommend if you go on a date with someone and it goes well, talk later about your how like the first impressions. It's really fun. It's fun to get to know like what kind of energy you give off when someone first meets you. Agreed.
0: Should I ask everyone I've gone on a first date with now?
1: <laughs> yes, do it retroactively. <laughs> hey, what was your first impression of me? <laughs> and don't get it wrong. It's the holidays, which means this is the, our last episode of 2021 and that's kind of crazy and it's also our 40th episode which is kind of cute because it's like a little, I don't know, like it's a perfectly even number and it's also our final episode of the year. Like how cute is that?
0: Yeah, it couldn't have worked out any better. Oh, and it's making no. me sad. Oh, you have the sads? You know that feeling you get when you're like, oh my god, it's the end of the year and then- yeah. You- We started this pod at the end of the year, and I mean, end of the year, we started it now.
1: (laughs) We started it yesterday.
0: And yeah, we, we started it at the beginning of the year, and now we're just like, okay, let's reflect.
1: Yeah, yeah, we wanted to take this episode to just hang and reflect on the past year and also make some predictions, kind of, for the year ahead, and... We wanted to kind of do a cute little roundup of our top five favorite episodes from the year, even though it was impossible to pick and we could sub any of these episodes out with any other episode and be happy.
0: We're so excited and we hope you guys can like answer some of these questions along with us too. So yeah. you can also reflect on like your own year. Absolutely. Because the good times, the bad times, mm-hmm.
1: the medium times. Yeah. And what you want to do next year to build upon... Everything that happened in 2021. Mm -hmm. So Percy Buttons, what was your favorite thing that happened this year? By far,
0: I think it was like the realization of my worth was a big one and actually like going for opportunities. Mm -hmm. I don't want to sound like generic, but I think like I kind of just did the damn thing this year, if that makes sense. Yeah, you did. Whether it was in like romantic situations where I felt like I, I wanted something and I wanted to try something. I didn't like let fear hold me back. I was like, I'm going for this because I'm into it. And then also yeah. aspects of my career. There was a moment when I realized like I don't really think I'm being valued. And um I just took action and was like, I gotta make a change for myself. And it ended up being a very big change. It changed things for me financially, career growth, more responsibility. So I think like not settling and taking on the opportunity.
1: Yeah, Purse, this was a big year for you in terms of like growth and change. Yes. And
0: looking back, I'm, I'm like really proud of myself for that.
1: Yeah, I'm proud of you too. It's so powerful to say that we're proud of ourselves. I know. I want to work on that a little bit more
0: because I don't say that. And I think I want to give myself this
1: moment to be like, good job, girl.
0: Thank yeah, you. girl,
1: give yourself a massive pat on the back. Give yourself a pat on the butt. A little slap. <laughs> slap.
0: Butt slaps. Um, Sarah, what was your favorite thing that happened this year?
1: It's funny because it's pretty much the same as yours, I'm realizing. I realized my worth. I went for new opportunities, just like you. Made a lot of changes based on what I felt my worth was, or just new things I wanted to try. But I also just like really listened to myself. I think that's part of rec- realizing your worth, right? Like you have to step back and listen to yourself and be like, are you being, do you feel valued? Do you feel happy? Do you feel safe? And so when I like stopped for a sec and just actually listened to myself, myself was like, girl, it's time to make some changes. And then I did. And I took action. And I think sometimes it's the that last step, like actually taking action on the – on your own worth, that's the hard part. And I think we both did that this year. It's and it was a big year for both of us. Like lots of change. And I'm really proud of myself too.
0: Well, especially for you, lots of change. Like you'll you'll get into this later,
1: but you literally like moved. <laughs> you did a big move. I moved, lol, um, across the country and started a new job, like shifts in my life. career, just like you. New life. I you said new wife for a sec. <laughs> yeah, like, new wife. I too. would <laughs> I would never, I would never find a new wife, but yeah, it's kind of cool that we both had like our favorite things that happened this year. We're just like, we thought we took action on what, what we wanted and what felt good to us. And that's it. Like, and yeah, maybe some things worked out and some things didn't for both of us, but at least we, at least we were doing what we felt like we wanted to do. That's all you can. That's the only way you can like navigate life.
0: I think that's what I need to work on is really realizing like, especially when I get sad over something, maybe that didn't like go in the way I hoped, for example, I'm the type of person who will, Sarah's seen this. I go, I wish that didn't happen. I wish I didn't do this. I wish, I wish. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you wanted it in the moment. It happened in the moment. You did it. And be proud that you, you didn't let fear like stop you from trying. People try things all the time and sometimes it doesn't work and you can't like get mad about that. It is what it is
1: yeah exactly and also you can't change the past and like this probably all sounds very cliche to to you guys but it's just true like you can't change what happened so sitting there stewing about wish wish I didn't wish I didn't wish I didn't I mean it's not going to change that you did so might as well just take the lesson that you learned from it like you know take the positive spin and you're still going to be sad and mad and whatever if things don't work out but I just think like lessons learned are more they're like money in the bank, man.
0: Yeah, it is. It's it's brings you so much value and sometimes you just don't realize, but you're like I needed that. That maybe needed yeah.
1: to happen to me. Yeah. And I think we both are ending this year as stronger people who have a much better connection to ourselves and what we want and what we need and what we're looking for in life and all of those things that's how i feel about you we're number 1 <laughs> in case anyone was curious we're number 1
0: i think i think no that's so true we have we're much more connected
1: to ourselves yeah feels good it feels real good real real good my friends what was um our
0: favorite part about starting the pod this year
1: yeah oh my god everything everything hanging out with you while we're not living in- together anymore is was honestly number 1 because like i we get to talk we get to talk and see each other every single week. Which, I mean, who knows? We might not have been like that if we didn't have the podcast. Like, we might have. Life gets busy, and we, you know, let's try and FaceTime soon, kind of thing. But with this commitment that we've made to ourselves and also to our, our tiny little community of listeners that we love so much, we were like, we like, we missed an episode like twice, twice, maybe, maybe three times. But and it was because we we truly needed to for life, but. Other than that, we were like, nope, we have to see each other every week. And then we got to hang out every week and we love hanging out. So that was honestly my favorite part. But tied with that was just like I learned so much. And that was kind of what I was most excited for when we started the pod was to create something new, but to also just like as the straight half of this podcast, just learn a lot. And I I honestly like I don't think I even understood how much I truly would learn by the end of this year and it's been really exciting it's been really fun it's opened up my mind to so many things i thought i was already open minded and now i'm now i feel 10 times more and i bet you next year i'll feel even 10 times more than that but i've learned a lot and i've been it's been really exciting to like be proud of the podcast because of how much we're learning and how much we're like goodness we're trying to put out into the world
0: yeah it's all coming from a good place and the unlearning i think
1: oh yeah Oh, baby. So much unlearning. I bet you if I listened back to the first episode, I would be like, oh, girl, you unlearned a lot since then. Maybe.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't even me. I think both of us. We learn something new like every day. And I think with each episode we do, it's like we're taking that and like putting it towards. So I think with each episode, we're just growing as well. Yeah.
1: I love yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, That was my favorite part about starting the pod. What was yours? Mine
0: was honestly building connections in the community and meeting mm-hmm. people kind of everywhere. I think one of my favorite things in life actually is to build connections with people.
1: You love it. Yeah.
0: Connection's a big deal to me. And and I think that this was a great opportunity to do that. I've made friends through it and other queer people, which to me was also like huge. I love Meeting others in the community. Yeah. And that, I think through the podcast, we were able to have that through listeners, like literally being friends with our listeners and through the guests that we've had on the pod that we still keep in touch with. I think that's, yeah, that's been very important to me.
1: Yeah. And just, I'm, I'm still, I'm, every day, I'm still shocked that we have listeners from the, like all around the world when someone, you know, messages us from Belgium or Australia or Indonesia or <clears throat> Texas or Toronto. I, like, I'm still just like, how did that happen? And it's really exciting because we're making connections. Girl, we're global. Yeah, we're global. Girl, girl, gone, girl, gone girl, global. global. I want to do like a world tour. <laughs> we will one day. We just travel the world on our dime. And then we'd stop in each city to meet our one fan from that city. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't be like a ticket buying, merch buying type of situation. No, with that kind of energy. That's true. That's true. But yeah. Why am I being so negative? Exactly. No, I could see a world tour in our future.
0: Me too. And like it would be hosted by like Oprah. <gasps> Oprah.
1: Oh ex girl
0: on girl. And she's oh. the one like in introducing us to the crowd.
1: It would be actually girl, ex-girl, ex-oprah. Actually. Yeah, that's true. Because we come first. Um, sorry, sorry Oprah. Oprah. And then, yeah, and then she would give, and then we'd give prizes to the crowd. And you get a, get a car. car. <laughs> I was trying to think of what we would give. What a car, car felt good. Oh, man, that'll be fun. I can't wait. If you guys want to come see us on our world tour, you can find your tickets. They're now for sale on www girl x girl x oprah dot com
0: that's the big news we have to drop
1: imagine that's a real website we should look it up later probably a porn website let's be honest yeah are you kidding me girl (laughs) x girl x oprah such a niche that's a very specific niche (laughs) (laughs) oh my god percy what's one thing we did that we're proud of this year
0: we already talked about this, but starting the podcast is what I'm so proud of doing this year with you. Um, it's such a passion project for both of us. I get so much joy from recording every week, even editing. I love it. And um, I really think it's been impactful for a, commun- a small community of people. And it's impactful for me too. So I think that's the one thing I'm very like proud of for going for it another example like you wanted to do something you just go for it
1: hell yes my one thing that I'm proud of this year is also starting the podcast because it took me so far out of my comfort zone and I think I talked about this on one of our lives that we did but like I I don't know I've gotten in my head so much in the past about like what will people think of me or something I do and I think all of us have those thoughts and and f- wonder like, if I put myself out there like this, will people make fun of me or will they like secretly kind of snicker at me? And I those those feelings were definitely there when we were starting the pot because we were putting ourselves out there in such a such a vulnerable way, right? Like talking about sexuality and queerness and gender, especially as a straight white girl, right? Like talking about these things. And, you know, I also had the feeling like, well, everyone's kind of starting a podcast right now. Is it kind of cliche to start a podcast with your best friend? And then somewhere along the way, all of those little voices in the back of my head just like went away. And I was like, who cares? I want to do this. I'm excited about it. Persis and I like, we're really like, this is like a passion project. I just like stopped caring. And I think that's why I'm so proud of the podcast, like personally, because I just like went for it um and like truly still to this day do not care <laughs> like i don't care if who who thinks what if there's like someone out there who's like wow they didn't have a podcast i don't i could really care less about that opinion me too i think what we do is great them.
0: yeah if anyone yeah. has a problem with that, that's that's something they need to work on. Clearly, maybe they wanted to start a podcast and never did. And now they're <laughs> bitter at Girl X Girl X <laughs> Oprah. And
1: that's their problem.
0: Oprah and Sarah and I True. don't
1: care. <clears throat> we don't care. Oprah already like told us that we need to stay strong in the face of adversity and judgment. Amen, sister. But Purse, what's one thing that you want to change or build upon for next year? This is a big one
0: for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to stop being so accommodating.
1: Ooh, girl. Tell us more. Oof.
0: So I have a bit of a personality trait where I feel like I am really accommodating. And I think it's to the point where I'm not putting myself and my needs first. Mm -hmm. And I do it kind of unintentionally, I'm not like, I don't realize I'm doing it. I do it a lot when I care for someone and that's something I want to really change because I think at the end of the day, like my feelings also matter. (laughs) I know everyone's gonna be like, duh, but for real, like I- It's hard to remember sometimes. It is, I'm very, I'm the type of person sometimes who only wants to like make sure the person is good. Not that I mean, like, I don't care about my feelings, but I I will put other people's feelings ahead and later look back and be like, oh, I wasn't really happy with that. Or I didn't really Mm -hmm. stand up for myself in this or whatever the case. Mm -hmm. And I was working through that with my therapist and she was saying, you're really accommodating. And she's like, we got to, we got to stop that. (laughs) And I was like, Mm -hmm. I know, I really know. So that's something I really want to change.
1: Yay. Yay. Therapy. Just had to say that there
0: is times to be accommodating. I'm not saying don't ever be accommodating, but there's also times when you got to be like, listen, bro. No. So hell yeah. That's that's what I'm going to do. And then to build upon, um, Ooh, actually I really think I live in the past a lot.
1: Mm, mm-hmm mm-hmm. so I don't mm-hmm, want to do that mm-hmm. I mean
0: I, I want to build upon being more present yes that's a bit that actually is a big one for me I I saw it on something that like yeah happiness lives in the present so make sure you stay there
1: yeah and what lives in the past is regret what we were talking about before with like I shouldn't have done that regretting something that happened when you you can't change it it already happened but everyone does it and I think that's such a good thing to build upon for next year.
0: Me too. I'm going to try. I'm really going to try. It might take some time, but maybe if I keep working towards it, it'll happen.
1: Yeah. I'm proud of you. If, if I don't be accommodating with me, maybe start with me, right? Like start with, start with like my the people baby. Who, your babies, right? Be like, I don't like that. And I'll be like, oh, shit, okay. Yes, purses. Then we, then we don't have to do it.
0: No, but you know what's funny? And I did talk to my therapist about this. What? I'm pretty good about not being like super accommodating and not in a mean way. I mean, like I'm better at like standing up for myself when it's my friends. That's true. Or my family. Like I will say like, I can't do this then. I don't want to do this or blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, it's It's more in my
0: romantic connections where I when I like someone, it's not that they're telling – I want to make sure I'm giving – no one's telling me to do something I don't want to do. I just mean that, like, I will let, like, romantic connections, if it's someone I really like, like, I will go with, like, their schedule. Does that make sense?
1: Like, yeah, you'll bend over backwards to make sure they're good, they're happy, they're satisfied, you know, you kind ends. of get left in the back burner. Yeah, that's a really good point.
0: Yeah. A situation ended and i remember just i was always making trying to make sure are you okay how are you doing and then later <laughs> i was like "Percy, how the fuck are you doing dude
1: dude so true so true it's such a good thing to work on and you're right that's a good point you are you are really good at being like with your friends and family being assertive being but also adaptable and and you are an accommodating person, which is an amazing quality. Everyone loves someone who is accommodating and adaptable, right? But you also, like, you have no problem being like, mm, that doesn't sit right with me. I love it. I'm so excited to see what happens next year for you. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I am. Okay. And one you? thing I want to change or build upon for next year is this, ha- this is one that's been bugging me for a few years now. Honestly, maybe like four or five years, like quite a while, but I feel like I've lost a lot of my curiosity that I used to have when I was younger. And I think that's normal. I think when we're young, we're really curious about stuff. And then maybe as we get older, we like stop having that excitement for learning new things. Um, But anyway, sometimes I just feel like I am not present. And therefore, I stop being curious. I stop being um, wanting to learn, like read books or like, like I'll get stuck in the same old familiar stuff, if that makes sense. Like, for example, I'll watch like, I'll watch movies I've seen a 100 times just because like they're familiar and cozy to me, which is totally fine. But then I won't go like watch the new movie that I think might be interesting and I might learn something from.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, it's and I know that I just talked about like starting this podcast out of my comfort zone and learning all these new things. and So I think there are places in my life where I stay curious, but I want to just like amp it up a bit more. I want to next year just like really try to stay in the moment, stay present as much as possible and stay curious about like especially living in a new city. It's going to be my first full year living in Vancouver, being curious every step of the way, like trying a lot of new stuff, not being not being scared yeah, I think that's, like, my main one. And it sounds kind of crazy because, like, I just, like, packed up and moved to a new, like, across the country. And that would imply that I'm curious, you know, and, like, excited about new things. But I still feel like in my day-to-day, I can just be, like, a bit of a robot. And I forget I forget to, like, play, be creative and stuff like that. Just because so- you change
0: locations doesn't mean, like, inside you could be feeling a curiosity. You could totally. be in a different space and doing the same things, same habits.
1: Yeah, which I kind of am, like so far, and I know that it's been like, I, it's, it's, you know, it's a circumstance. It's like f- holidays there, whatever. Anyway, that's my, that's what I want to do next year. I love that.
0: <laughs> I think. Thanks, good. Percy. Stay curious. I just,
1: yeah, I want next year to just be like fun and. Like, a lot of creative energy.
0: hmm I wonder what they say for 2022. Like, if they can pick up in astrology terms, like, what kind of year 2022 is going to be for a lot of people?
1: Oh, God. I hope it's good. I
0: hope it's good. I hope so, too. I'm a, I'm feeling a little nervous with Omicron.
1: I know. We need to get Amelia, our astrologer, on to talk about um what next year is going to hold for the world and for us. I know. Because they were talking about that in our episode, remember, like how you can, how they have predicted past pandemic. things happening in the world because of, ha- yeah, yeah, and pandemic, yeah, totally, because of the way that the astrological charts were. We got to get It's all in on. the
0: charts. It's all <laughs> there.
1: Yeah. In the charts, baby. Speaking of, we're going to do a little predicting of ourselves, of ourselves, <laughs> of our own, Um, and we wrote little, we thought it'd be fun if we would write little letters to ourselves and read them on the pod right now. And then next year, December, 2022, on our last episode of the year, hoping we're still doing the podcast by then, we will listen back to what these little letters said and see if they kind of came to fruition or not. This is kind of cheesy. (laughs) Oh, mine's cheesy.
0: I'm going to read my letter to myself. Yeah. yes, for the next year. And yeah, guys, don't mind me. It's very cheesy. But if y'all know me, I'm a kind of a cheesy girl.
1: We love cheese here. Yes. A girl X Girl X Oprah.
0: Okay. Dear P, do not (laughs) I'm I'm me talking to myself. Mine starts dear S, so Okay. No stress. Dear P, do not chase and always remember to attract in the new year. Remember to never settle and always continue to work towards your goals. Don't live in the past and always focus on the present. You are loved and you have so much support around you. I hope you traveled. I hope you got really close with your nephew. And oh my heart. <laughs> and your friends and your family. And this is the last one and this is where I got really cheesy, but whatever. I really hope you found the love that you've always dreamed of. And I mean, like, a romantic love. Like, y'all, I want to find not love like next year. Not, like, me.
1: Um, first, that's not cheesy. <laughs> that's that's all you want in life. Yeah. First, I love
0: it. Short and sweet, but yes.
1: I also want to um, travel. Traveling was a big one. I was like, I want to travel next year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I'm excited for you to listen back to that next year and, and see, like, what you really put put effort into to see like what came to fruition
0: percy and i think in terms of when i said like goals and never settle i think towards the end of this year i kept feeling like a little bit stagnant in terms of certain situations and i think i want to remember like for next year you don't have to feel stagnant stagnant like similar to the beginning of the year where i kind of like made changes and took action i can do the same thing I'm just trying to like get to happiness. And I know we're not always going to be happy like all the time, but there's definitely things I can change in my life to be happier.
1: Yes. And I think there's a difference between this idea of what happy is, like smiling, laughing, everything's good. um, And just general, a general feeling of peace. I think that is to me is happiness, feeling at peace, feeling like, I am in control of myself. I'm in harmony with my surroundings. I'm, I have purposefully surrounded myself with love, safety, comfort. Like, you know what I mean? That is like happiness and doing things that make you happy is happiness. So I think chasing this idea of like, I'm going to be smiling and laughing every single day. I mean, it's just not realistic, but I know you're going to find happiness. And love. And love. I know you are. That's one of my predictions for you for next year, but I don't want to skip ahead to the spoilers.
0: <laughs> can't wait for my future SO to like listen to this and be like, oh my God.
1: Me too. Oh my God. I've thought about that. Like your, your future wife listening back to every single episode and being like, <laughs> wow, this girl went through it to get to me. <laughs> okay. I will read my letter to myself. It's also short and sweet. Okay. Dear S, hi. (laughs) If you're reading this, you made it through another year. Proud of you. I hope when you reflect on this year, you can sincerely say that you didn't hold back, that you stayed curious and took big chances with fear, but without excuses. That you adventured, asked for more, allowed yourself to feel love, and always leaned into joy. Did you finally start learning a language? Did you ski down a mountain? Did you swim in the ocean every chance you got? Question mark. Did you let yourself feel anger, sadness, gratitude, pride, happiness, and love? I hope the answer to all of the above is yes, but if it's not, that's okay too. I still think you're great.
0: Okay. That's my letter. Um, Oh my God. (laughs) Sarah's like Sarah's best friend. I love it. You're like, it's okay, girl.
1: Oh, oh do you know what yeah. I mean like i like my own when you read friend. that. listen mm-hmm.
0: that's what I mean like when you read that it seemed like you will like have your back you're like you're you got you that's what I, mean. I
1: do got me I've got me man and so do you like we are the only ones who can really have our own backs so exactly so I hope that when I read that that back when I listen back to that in 2022 December oh that's so crazy to think about that
0: mm-hmm. so much could change that- in a year
1: I feel like I did genuinely do all of that because those are all my, like, main – it just aligns with what I was talking about earlier. Like, I just want to stay curious, stay open, stay – like, enjoy life in a new city.
0: I predict that you're going to ski down the mountain.
1: I better ski down the mountain. I only have a few more months to make that happen, so that's going to be, like, an early 2022 goal. I love that.
0: I I just see a lot of um, adventures for you. I think like next year for you is going to be a year of like adventure and just like, cause you're, you're really going to be taking advantage of being in a new location. Yeah. Kind of like you were just talking about before that you're like, I just don't want to be like robotic. Like I want to actually like be there and be curious and learn more. Totally. So I think it's going to be a year of learning and adventure. And
1: I think so too. I'm so excited. And this is such a small thing, but I just want to say it in case it like speaks to anyone who's listening. But the whole like being present, curious thing, part of that is like less time on my phone. And I know that's like, I know that is something we all try to do or whatever, but like it's getting out of hand. I'm on my phone way too much and it's time to stop and put it literally away, leave it at home kind of thing. And just like be where I am. I just had to say that because I feel like Need to manifest that a little bit into my year.
0: Yep, except we talk to each other on the
1: phone. I mean, text. I know we text a lot. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I, I might not be texting you as much in the new year. <laughs> That's so rude. Sorry,
0: baby. I'm toxic. I'm gonna You're be toxic. like, where are you?
1: Yeah, and I'll be like, not available, out of office. Um, I have some predictions for you for 2022. Okay. I think you are going to have by the end of the year have either moved somewhere new or you're planning on moving somewhere new. Oh, okay. I would and maybe, that. and it doesn't have to be like long-term move. Maybe it's a short-term move, like, you know, a few months somewhere kind of thing. But I see you being like, I need to change and going somewhere for like a longer period of time or at least planning it. I feel that in my soul. I think you are so ready for a relationship. You are so ready for that For that. What you think is cheesy love that you've been dreaming of, and so I think by the end of the year, you're going to either have found that or have got close to it like i I think you're so ready for it that there's no way it's not going to happen in some capacity this year. I just don't want to say like by the end of the year, you found the love of your life because then if we get to twenty twenty two December and you haven't, it's gonna be just like you know that's not what it's about. It's about being like ready and like. If you didn't get to it, you got close to it. You know what I mean?
0: Because that's okay. I think it's also nice to like experience like a form of of love, right? Like I totally think like even if I experience something next year, like cool, you know? That's kind of what I mean. Exactly.
1: I think you're also going to expand your um, skills for your career. Like you're going to maybe learn some new new things, new skills to like start moving closer towards what you really want to do and what will really bring you joy in your career and you're going to like take action on that this year, I think. And um, that's kind of it.
0: (laughs) I think those are all good. Those are my main things I want to like tackle in the new year for sure. And yeah, I also think you're going to feel
1: peaceful. Like that peace I was talking about, inner outer, I think you're going to feel it in December 2022. I really do. I really, really do.
0: Because not going to lie, I think this month has been a little bit like turbulent for me. Like I've been feeling it. I've been kind of going through a rough time and I think that that's okay. I need to feel those things, leave it there. And I'm hoping like I'm going into the new year with just like a fresh perspective and peace. Like just feeling at peace with things that have happened, so. Totally. So guys, next um, for our little 2021 reflection, obviously Sarah and I both just talked about how this pod is like the best thing we've done of this year. And we're at 40 episodes. And we truly have a soft spot for every single episode that we have released this year. Like, we love them all. But out of the 40, Sarah and I tried to narrow down our top five. And that was really tough. But we're going to list them off just to give a little shout out.
1: Yeah. So our top favorite, honestly, I think for both of us, was one of our first episodes. I believe it's episode four. Let's talk about gay sex. That was a big one for us. It was really important for Persis to speak really candidly about gay sex in all of its forms. And- um I think it was a big learning and unlearning lesson for me and also for I'm sure a lot of listeners and we just really loved how vulnerable that episode was and how fun like we had a lot of fun talking about it and just being very like not hiding anything and yes. there's no there's no there's nothing to hide there's no shame to be had so we loved that episode it was really fun
0: yeah and we and that's the thing like talking about it just so openly on a public
1: platform was like so refreshing and like liberating to do that so totally the next episode that we really loved was our episode with Umberly Gonzalez being queer and Latina on TV. That was a really fun episode for us. It was the first time that Umberly ever spoke openly about her sexuality, and it was on our pod, so we were so grateful that she came on and was very vulnerable with us. Um, and a lot of you guys really loved that episode too. And it was it was one of the ways that we met a lot of you. So that is definitely one of our top five episodes of the year.
0: Another one we really wanted to shout out is lesbian and Christian with Shannon Burns and. We loved that because Sarah and I don't have religious backgrounds at all. And, you know, talking to Shannon and talking to her about her Christianity and also being a lesbian and how she kind of had to like navigate the two worlds because they don't really go hand in hand. But then she was kind of able to explain to us in a way like how it does in a way and how she's also grown. It was just a very fascinating conversation and shout out as well to Shannon for like joining the pod and being very open and talking about her struggles and also her positive um, experiences with being a lesbian. So thank you. We loved very that cool. episode.
1: Lots of learning on that episode.
0: We also have Gay and Indian with my cousin, Jacob Joseph. I want to give you a big yes, hug and squeeze Jacob. you. Squeeze you that was an amazing episode. I think a lot of you had actually been asking for like a little bit more information on being gay and Indian. And it's hilarious because like I'm gay and Indian, but (laughs) I think Jacob's experiences were very different from mine. And I think we really needed to get his perspective on the podcast because it's so important. He was so vulnerable, open, and I appreciated that. He was an open book. Nothing was held nothing was held back i feel like it's one of those interviews where it's like nothing was unspoken <laughs> or whatever
1: oh, oprah says nothing was nothing was left unsaid
0: yeah nothing was left unsaid but um yeah we touched upon a lot in terms of like his issues with his family and how um his mom is sometimes still trying to set him up with a woman you know like these are realities people need to face so jacob we love you this was an amazing episode
1: and then the fifth episode we wanted to shout out was maybe like a little unexpected for you guys, but we also think you all kind of really related to this one. It was the art of moving on. And I think we like this episode because it is evolving all the time. We didn't we didn't record that episode being like, here's how to move on. And we did it. We recorded it as like, this is a process that we're both going through all the time. And we know you guys, you know, everyone has experienced that feeling of having to move on from something. And Purse, as we've talked about, like going through a year of a lot of change and a lot of growth, the art of moving on is very much part of our life currently. And so it was just one of those episodes where we got to get really vulnerable. And I know I've said vulnerable like 10 times already and every episode we get vulnerable, but this one really was like, we just opened up and talked about pain and also how to take that pain and turn it into something good and we just love that episode so if you haven't heard it yet take a listen yeah
0: take a listen And, and if any of you guys are going through a hard time just remember like sarah and i got you too we got each other we got you that's right our dms are always open The art—it's also like the healing process. Healing is very essential, and like Casey Musgrave said, healing doesn't happen in a straight
1: line. That's right, Queen. We have to get Casey Musgraves on. Don't. Oh, I don't even know what I'd do.
0: I don't know what I would do either. Oh, cry. I would literally combust (laughs) into
1: into space. Me too. I would. I would take a rocket to space. Um, but Paris. 2021 was so fun it was also really hard
0: <laughs> yeah but we
1: got we got through it like I know we always do and I am just so proud of you I'm so proud of us for starting this project and for really committing to it and taking time to put a lot of love into it and we're just so grateful for you guys if you're li- still listening you have made this experience what it is, and we couldn't have done it without all of you. And we just are so excited to see what happens in 2022, to bring some amazing new guests on and to really expand our, our audience and reach new, new ears and um, keep learning and unlearning together. We're just so grateful.
0: So grateful. And ditto to everything Sarah said. You're so well-spoken, as always. Um, <laughs> Thanks, baby. But I'm also so proud of you. You've gone through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't need truly. to go into too much detail. Details. But, details. But I'm excited to see what the new year has in store for you. You're only going to continue to grow and be the boss over me that oh. I've always dreamt of.
1: <laughs> oh. I mean that in a dominant dominatrix way. dominatrix section.
0: I love a dom energy.
1: okay hi
0: i (laughs) Um, didn't know that
1: no i I had no idea
0: no clue
1: also happy holidays y'all with our non-dominate non (laughs) denominational it's a hard word to say just enjoy this end of the year time and we'll see you all in 2022 yes see you there guys
0: meet ya in the new year (laughs) (laughs) i'm so awkward (laughs) (laughs) meet ya (laughs)
1: the longest pause meet ya In the new year. year. (laughs) XOXO.
0: All right, Sarah, Sarah. um, For this episode, in case you missed it, I want to talk about Lauren Haregi. Ooh. Ooh, she's so beautiful. She's a favorite of ours. I love her. I actually think she's so beautiful and, like, her energy, she's stunning
1: she's so funny she's gorgeous if anyone doesn't know who that name she was one of the members of what was that band called fifth harmony <laughs> thank you i really wanted to say one direction fifth harmony anyway she was in one direction this is definitely not my my wheelhouse in case you missed it so first take it away i'm like well she was in one direction um
0: but her solo career is thriving. I think I love her as a, as a solo artist. Me too. Obviously. Um. But I found this topic very interesting because I don't think like a lot of people really talk about this, but Lauren actually opened up about how she was outed for her sexuality by Perez Hilton on the latest episode of Red Table Talk, The Estefans. So at the end of 2016, Fans of Lauren Heregi were surprised to see her kissing her then girlfriend at the time in a viral social media post, but it wasn't shared on her channels. The photo was actually tweeted by Perez Hilton, who we all know is like a gossip blogger. He used to like really bully celebrities back in the day, like Do you remember his post where he'd have like drawings all over them and say like rude things? Yeah, he was awful. Perez said, Why are Fifth Harmony fans being so extra over this photo of Lauren Jaregi in the red, in brackets, kissing another girl, NBD? But shortly after the tweet just made its rounds, Lauren publicly came out via an open letter to Billboard. And in the interview on Red Table Talk on the Estefans, Lauren went on to say that Perez outed her and that her own process was violated. She goes, I wasn't ready. I'm also Latina. And there was that looming feeling of what is my community going to think about me? Are they even going to accept me?
1: That's horrible. Can you imagine being outed by like a gossip blogger tweeting a photo of you kissing your girlfriend? And that's how the world. And also he was completely undermining her, the, the caption for the tweet. Why are, why are Fifth Harmony fans being so extra over this photo of her kissing another girl? No big deal he's kind of undermining her sexuality like is he trying to insinuate that she's just a straight girl kissing another girl like what is he trying to insinuate there like it feels like not only is he outing her he's not letting her speak for her own sexuality
0: yeah like let her say if it's a big deal or not and maybe in his mind he was thinking oh i'm being i'm being progressive by saying who cares like she's kissing a girl but exactly like you said it's it's not his story to tell. It's not his tweet to post. It's And she felt outed. She's Latina. She was saying she didn't even know she'd be accepted in her community. Everyone has their own struggles. So we do not speak for people,
1: guys. No, we do not. And I'm happy that she spoke out about it because I think it kind of shines a spotlight on how important the coming out process is for queer people and how that process is their own to navigate and not anyone else's to tell their story for them,
0: and I actually really wanted to point this out quick um, very quickly, but I think Sarah, we should take I know we did this for fun, guys, like you know last year we did this for fun, but Sarah and I reacted to some gay compilation videos, and one of the ships was Cameron, which is Lauren Haregi and Camilla Cabello, but Lauren Haregi said in an interview that she was very embarrassed by those compilations because mm. Lauren identifies as bisexual. Like she is in the community. Camilla identifies as straight. And she mm-hmm. was saying those videos made her so uncomfortable because she felt like a predator. Like people were like making oh. Lauren out to be the predator who was like, we don't know their story. Like they, we don't know the two of them personally, but Lauren said like, first of all, that wasn't true. And it made her really uncomfortable.
1: Yeah.
0: And I just wanted Sarah and I to kind of say a quick like, we're sorry we didn't mean to contribute to the cameron totally shippers if that made lauren really uncomfortable
1: yeah absolutely yes that is i yeah we apologize completely i didn't even know i didn't even know what i was getting myself into with that video (laughs) we obviously did it innocently
0: but i think because lauren did speak out and say like i was actually like not happy
1: about any of those videos yeah like that made me really sad Good call, Purse. Yeah, absolutely. We, we and I think we'll keep learning as we go forward how to be really respectful of queer people's stories. Yeah. That is wild.
0: Yeah, I know. And I think it's like, it's just, we don't know anyone's stories. And I'm just also trying to stay very mindful of being sensitive to how people feel because not everyone feels the same way we do, right? Like.
1: No, Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of this podcast is just like learning and uh, and apologizing and owning up to your shit and moving forward and being better, which I, I, I will say as much as Perez Hilton it was awful, I've noticed in the past few years, he, I think he's starting to basically come to terms with how awful he was. And he's starting to do a lot of interviews with the celebrities who he kind of made their lives miserable a little bit. Um, and owning up apologizing and listening to them and how and how much it hurt them I'm not saying that this excuses everything but I do seem to think it does seem like he's coming to terms a little bit with how uh, much pain he brought people and so I think that it'll be interesting to see as he continues to do that we all should have the chance to own up to our own mistakes and learn from them And so I think that's really important. So it'll be interesting as he continues to speak to more celebrities about how much pain he caused them, how he develops as a person and maybe brings some good goodness into the world, hopefully moving forward.
0: I hope so. And I think he will too. He knows it was his job. I'm not, I'm not trying to say like, I'm not trying to justify what he did because he really did like say some awful, awful things. Guy was a bully.
1: Bully. (laughs) He was like the Hollywood bully. bully really fully
0: so anyway be kind everyone be kind don't help people show everyone
1: show people love and listen to queer stories that's our message that's our end of the year message and I think it's a strong one yes okay purse well thank you for sharing and I will see you in 2022 see you next year see you next year baby I love you love you